clear. And welcome back, everybody, to another fabulous episode of Dr. PPR. I'm your host, Henry Markin. Again, that is Dr. PPR, not Dr. Pepper, and God, certainly not Dr. PP. That would be a well, that'd be a very different show with a very different doctor. I'm Dr. PPR, as in points per reception, and I specialize in fantasy football healthcare. And happy Friday. It's September 15th. God, it's just Fridays are so much better than the fall. Like I love the summer, but you cannot truly experience the jubilation and ecstasy of a Friday until the fall happens. I mean, because every day is a fucking Friday in the summer. Tuesdays are Fridays. I mean, like it, it you know, for me, like it'd be, it'd be a Tuesday night and you know, someone would pass the crack pipe on a beach in Puerto Vallarta. And the next thing you know, you're being held hostage in someone's pool house and you're off to the races. Okay. I mean, those doctor conventions go crazy, but you know what I mean? Fridays are way better in the fall because you, you really just get to like, I'm so busy in the fall. My doctor's office is just flooding constantly. And so it's, so as soon as that afternoon comes, I crack open that first weekend beer. Oh, I mean, that's just, that's just crack cocaine right there. Uh, there's a lot of drug references here, kids. So this is not a drug take podcast situation. I'm a doctor. I give you prescriptions for drugs. <laughs> no, but summers are great. Uh, fall is way better. Those are the days that you can truly experience uh, a Friday in its its purest form. Unless, unless of course, you uh, you are unemployed, then uh, every day for you is Friday. Yay! Okay, so football. Uh, what a week! Absolutely. Uh, my favorite part of of Doctor PPR is is hearing your guys's feedback. Probably the the most fun part, especially when I give my prescriptions. And God Almighty, I got some heat on social media, and and, and it was so well deserved too. Um, not because it was wrong, because it was truthful. I mean, that's that's the thing that I enjoy about the show is getting people pissed off out of their shorts but then being right. I mean, that's what being a doctor is all about. Just giving shitty, truthful news all the time. That's literally what a doctor does. Just you wake up and you go to bed and in between all of that, you just give shitty news because you're a fucking doctor and you're always right. I said to trade Tyreek Hill and people went fucking haywire. And I'll say it again. I mean, he absolutely torched the Chargers. He tapped them out. <laughs> they have no charge left, uh, but he will not do that for the rest of the year. Okay. There's not going to be that many more defenses. He will ever play in his life where the defensive coordinator will suggest, why don't we put an outside linebacker to line up against him in the slot? Like the chargers are just a fucking foolish organization from top to bottom. They're literally the definition of mid they're exciting. And they're flashy, hence the name Chargers, but they're mid. So that was the biggest fraudulent stat padding fantasy glorification you could probably ask for. And it happened week one. Okay. Uh, it's going to be pretty simple to box Tyreek Hill in for the rest of the year to have him not do that. Because here you go. Let's just play this game. If you see number 10 on the field, that means, uh-oh, let's put a cover three spy in his direction so he can't fucking torch us into oblivion, right? It's there he is, like a tumor, let's take it out. 
and have everyone else on that team beat you. That's how you play the Dolphins. And Bill Belichick is no fool. And last time I checked, his eyes can see just fine, and he will be able to tell who number 10 is. So that's why I feel like Tyreek Hill's value is just going to go down for the rest of the year. From that perspective alone, I didn't even touch on the element of Tua Tagovailoa staying healthy, which he won't. Guys, it's football, okay? The guy is so fragile. Like, his health is on the line here. I, I, I love that he's playing. I love his admiration. But we got we to gotta call a spade a spade. This is the stupidest fucking thing in the world. Everyone in the media is like, Tua is great. He's, he's so brave. He's foolish. If like at the end of the day, I'm a doctor. Like, yeah, you could say, oh, we put these these padded helmets on him. Oh, we he had these concussion protocol screenings. Oh, he went to the magical blue tent and bullshit. I mean, when he gets it's football, if he gets tackled, it's no safer than a fucking car accident. You can't predict if someone's elbow or his knee or anything's come crashing into his head and he fucking dies. Like that's the truth. It's 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 that kind of a game. It's so unpredictable, and we're out here trying to predict that his safety is just fine because he passes a fucking eye exam in that blue tent. That blue tent is 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 it's not like a portal to Narnia, is it? Last time I checked, it's just a pop up tent with one doctor who has the same degree as me, which is of course still being printed out. All right, but I'm doubling down on that statement, and uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. As promised, I assembled a roster of players purely from the waiver wire. It's a little bit of an ambiguous waiver wire, obviously. Every waiver wire is different. Some people are playing in 10-man. Some people are playing in 14-man, non-PPR leagues, criminals. Um, Obviously, some of these guys may be taken already and started, but the point I'm trying to make here is this is sort of like a – this is sort of like a, like an island of misfit toys, right? This is like the, the guys that, by and large, nobody wants. But I feel like as a doctor in fantasy football, I can seek out the talent. And, and like a good doctor, follow my own prescriptions, take my own medicine. I can put together a team from the waiver wire alone that is not only competitive, but can also really make some noise and make you sweat and keep up with your own team. That's right. The goal is 90 points from this roster. And the reason I'm doing this is if you guys are in a bind of who to start and you hear one of these guys on my roster from the waiver wire and you have them on your team or you could pick them up and play them, you should do so. Again, this is this is purely a hypothetical situation. Obviously, I didn't draft this team up, but the point is if my team picked up from the waiver wire does better than the team you drafted in August, it means I am legally obligated to treat you. Like I'd lose my practice if I did nothing. As a doctor, I, I have to care for you because you need fantasy football help. All right, here we go. So picked purely from the waiver wire, in order, we have quarterback Jordan Love, Green Bay Packers. My first running back off the waiver wire board is Jarek McKinnon, Kansas City Chiefs. He'll bounce back. That whole offense will bounce back. Running back number two, Justice Hill, Ravens. This is a guy I think anybody should pick up. Obviously, J.K. Dobbins is done for the year. We don't know what kind of an offense Lamar is going to bring with Odell and Bateman and Flowers and all these guys. I feel like at the end of the day, they still need to run the ball, and they still can run the ball. 
Justice Hill is going to get his touches, and he is now the guy in Baltimore, so it would seem. Uh, that is someone you should consider putting into your roster immediately, maybe even starting him, depending on the situation of the game. Probably not this weekend because they're playing Cincinnati, and that's probably going to be a big passing, heavy air raid offense versus defense game. Uh, but yeah, wide receiver one off the waiver wire, Robert Woods. Houston Texans. Okay, this is actually my favorite guy on this whole thing. I am starting Robert Woods in one of my leagues simply because no one would think to do so because he plays for the Texans. Can you name a player on the Texans besides him and CJ Stroud? I'll give you another player. Nico Collins, another receiver for the Texans. These guys don't get any recognition because they play for the Texans because they're probably not on your television screens. You only watch them when Scott Hansen cuts to them and reads them. You probably never even heard of these guys. And that's fucking perfect because they rack in targets. CJ Stroud is throwing. Guy had for 240 last year, excuse me, last week against Baltimore. His first game in the NFL, he threw for 242. Robert Woods had 10 targets. Collins had 11 targets. I think Robert Woods is better than Collins. The, you know, this is, this is Collins' second year out of Michigan. Robert Woods a little more established. Obviously had a great, great little tenure with the Rams and was, was sick. Um, but yeah, Robert Woods, wide receiver one, off the waiver wire. I may play him, and you should probably play him too if you're in a bind. Wide receiver two, Kendrick Bourne. Jesus Christ, it's Kendrick Bourne. I think he's going to do great. I really do. I think that offense is probably run first, but proven capable to throw. Mac Jones can throw. Mac Jones is accurate. I mean, he might be the truth over there in New England. I think all doubts about whether or not it's his job or his program, his t- it's done. I mean, it's his team. He lost to Philly. It was sort of an unlucky game, and they almost came back. Kendrick Bourne is getting hell of targets. And uh, they have Devontae Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster. I think Kendrick Bourne is like a, the sneaky wide receiver two on that team. I even I, I feel like between those three guys, Kendrick Bourne's probably the best red zone guy. That's what he was in San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's got great hands. Yeah. I like Kendrick Bourne there. My tight end. Logan Thomas, you know, rookie quarterbacks love big athletic targets, makes them feel good. Everyone wants to feel good at the end of the day. I give you drugs so you can feel good. May not cure your ailments, but you'll certainly feel better. Logan Thomas is an athletic tight end for the commanders. And when things get hairy, when things get dicey, Sam Howell, who's running for his life, Find the big-ass dude and throw it to him. Logan Thomas is a fine tight end if you're in a bind. Defense. Commanders. They got Chase Young. They got like brittle weather on their side. They're in Washington, D.C. Pick them up. Play them. Who cares? They give you five points. Nah, if it's not the Cowboys or the Niners defense, it's all the fucking sand. You have no idea. You have no idea how they're game planning. I'm not sitting in the film room. Or maybe I am. Maybe I'm the team doctor. More on that later. And lastly, the kicker, Jason Sanders. I like having kickers in primetime games because there's a lot of expectations about you know, having a good offense and trying to put up points. And you really don't leave points on the table in a primetime game. Um, 
unless of course you play for the lions and they go for it any chance they get. I, that's my one thing is I don't think I would ever pick up the lions kicker because they're just always going to fucking go for it. I mean, Dan Campbell looks at kickers probably the same way that, you know, we look at punters like, fuck, it's a turnover. Even though you're getting points, he's still like, nah, it's six or nothing. And he goes, has like, like two gallon size cups of coffee. I little tangent there. Uh, Jason Sanders, Miami, I think will put up points against new England. I bet you new England actually gives these guys a good fight and it's not as easy for them to score at will. Like they usually do. I actually predict Jason Sanders, take his kicking over, whatever it is. I, it's probably like two and a half. I bet you he gets over that. I bet you gets three kicks, three field goals, at least on Sunday night football. So there you have it. Jordan Love, Jarek McKinnon, Justice Hill, Robert Woods, Kendrick Bourne, Logan Thomas, Commanders D, and Jason Sanders. That's my roster. Again, the goal is 90 points or more. Also, if I outscore your team with this team I just picked up this week, I am legally obligated to treat you, and you must see me for help. Okay. Now, this is my favorite part of today's episode. Um, oh, let's throw some money. God, I love to gamble. What? I'm a doctor, not a cop. How do you think these medical bills are going to pay for themselves? I'm in debt. Medical school is not cheap, mind you, especially if you do it right, like me. All right, so here are some of my favorite plays this weekend as far as player props go. All right. And by the way, I'm giving you betting advice, but I'm a doctor. So these are scientifically proven to be correct. However, how I get there are a little less than, uh, what would you call traditional? So here we go. Justin Fields last week was running for his life, but in the wrong direction. I bet you, because he's a smart guy, he graduated from a big 10 school. He's probably going to figure out how to run forward instead of backwards. Even though that O-line is Swiss cheese, he still understands the, the, the directional differences between this way and that way. Oh, for all the podcast listeners, I just did a, a forward and backwards thing with my hands. Uh, take Justin Fields rushing over because fuck it, he's off to the races. And take DJ Moore's receiving yards, his receptions, take all his overs. Guy just got added to Chicago. He feels like he's a fucking wet towel there. He actually might be like a tissue for all of uh, Chase Claypool's snot rockets. And God, I, I know for a fact Claypool's not getting any targets this week after his abysmally awful, embarrassing performance of not giving a flying fuck. Holy shit, it looked like the guy wasn't even trying. Like, didn't want to be there. So take DJ Moore's everything. This is his, like, okay, um, this is their week one. Chicago just got, I mean, their soul ripped out by Green Bay this past weekend. It's the new era of who owns the city of Chicago, and I guess it's Jordan Love's town. Well. Now they're playing Tampa Bay. So take Fields rushing, take his throwing, take Fields overs, take DJ Moore's overs. Okay. Uh, another game. Bengals, Ravens. Take Burrow's everything. Everything that Burrow has. Attempts, yards, completions. Even his fucking rushing. Burrow over everything. How did I come to this conclusion? Thanks to the science of TikTok, I learned that he got a haircut. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he literally like just totally said, bye-bye 
to the flock of seagulls, middle part headband. He said, nope, I'm going back to bacon and eggs, chicken and rice. Got his military clean cut in there again. The guy got a new haircut. Let me tell you, as a doctor and as a master of navigating the trends of TikTok, that is scientifically proven to be a meter of success. When someone gets a haircut in times of great distress and in an attempt to change their outlook and their outcomes, it works. Take his overs. Take the overs and the Bengals receivers too. Joe's going to be fucking in his bag. Like, absolutely. Like, like he's, he, he's going to turn that football into a Viagra pill and everyone's going to be fucking just playing out of their minds. So I love Burrow overs. Take the Bengals. Take everything. The Ravens can't stop them. Okay, Patrick Mahomes. This is the Michael Jordan of football, right? He couldn't have thrown balls at Kadarius Tony any better. And I also don't feel like Tony is completely like disregarded. I feel like he's still in the offense, very integral part. They all love him. Take Mahomes overs. Take his everything. Completions, passing yards, touchdown. Take it all. And Kelsey's overs. Take take all of his. In fact, take Kelsey's receptions, his yard. He's coming back. He's juice. This is his week one. Take Kelsey first touchdown. Uh, take uh, Kelsey uh, two touchdown props. Take fucking three pro- touchdown props. I don't give a shit. Take it. Take all of his fucking overs. Right? That just, like I'm telling you to overdose on Kelsey this weekend. Like take a syringe, load Kelsey in it, and just suck that into your veins. That that's. A doctor's order. Kelsey's going to go off. Mahomes is going to go off. They're playing the Jaguars in Jacksonville. This is, I, I, I see this game. I see the final score. They're going to cover three and a half. Just do it. Trust me. I'm a doctor. Okay. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are playing the New York Jets. I am not a buyer of Dak Prescott at all. He had an 11-hour tattoo procedure. God bless him for every artistic symbolic image on his leg. I just don't understand this guy. I don't. I don't understand how every year he does okay in week one and it's their defense that plays well and people are already back on the Cowboy train. This is the team that's going to do it this year, this Cowboys team. And after a whole offseason of just him throwing ducks and training camp and OTAs, it's just pick after pick after pick. But then they get on the field and it's like, oh, no, this is the team. No, this is the same Dak Prescott that we always have. Like nothing's changed. He got a new tattoo. That's what's changed. Okay. Take his under this weekend. He didn't do anything against the Giants. The Giants shot themselves in the foot like Plaxico Burris did. So they actually did what Giants usually do, right? I'm not buying this Cowboys team at all. In fact, I'm willing to say take Zach Wilson's overs as low and whatever pathetic number Vegas is throwing at you, take his over. This is Zach Wilson's story, not Aaron Rodgers' story. I'm a firm believer that this was a subversion of expectation by the football script writers, This has never been about Rodgers. This is about Zach Wilson's redemption arc. Take his over. Take the Jets to cover. Take Dax under. Fucking take Jets money line in Dallas. Do it. Just throw $10 on it and thank me later. You can go buy yourself something really, really nice. Like an expensive drink in LA. One drink. Because it's probably going to cost you 50 bucks. Take the Jets. Take Will. I'm all in. 
Okay, Stafford. Take his unders. Whatever it is, it just set it, forget it. Doesn't matter. They're playing the 49ers. All right, the Niners are going to suffocate him. He will throw a pick, maybe two. Don't, don't even, don't even question it. Just, just go. Um, okay, these are my favorite games to bet on. I just give you some player props. These are my favorite games to bet on. All right. Uh, last week, Baker Mayfield played the Vikings, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, the Vikings! It's a, it's a fluke." And it's like, no, the Vikings aren't that good. Baker Mayfield was just barely competent, and there was a decent game plan. The Vikings blew themselves to oblivion with their turnovers. Uh, Baker Mayfield was decent, and now the league wants to drug test him. No, not really. But could you imagine that you're so shitty for so long, and the second you're just like like half-ass comp- competent, and like you, you just barely got it done, and now they're like, yeah, we're going to see a urine sample in our office first thing Monday morning. Thanks, NFL compliance team. Best wishes. Like... No, he's, he definitely needs an eye exam. So I know a great optometrist in the area, but um, yeah, take Chicago. Kansas City, Jacksonville. I already told you that Mahomes is going to go off, but fuck that. Enough about Mahomes. Let's talk about Andy Reid. Okay. If the guy can dodge his high cholesterol and type 2 diabetes, I think he can work his way around the Jacksonville Jaguars. Take the Chiefs, money line, cover, whatever you want. 49ers, Rams. You want to get technical? Let's get fucking technical. The Niners are technically on the road. But technically speaking, there should be more 49ers fans there. And that is a number that's been projected for the past three years that usually that's the case. There are technically more Niners fans than Rams fans at Niners-Rams games in LA, which is why the technical nickname of SoFi Stadium when the Rams play the Niners is called Levi South. So technically speaking, if their away game is actually their home away from home, that's technically just another home game. And technically, home teams usually win. So technically fucking speaking, they're going to technically beat the living Christ out of the Rams. End of story. Technically speaking. Take the 49ers. Set it, forget it. Don't even worry about it. Uh, Washington, Denver. Oh, God. This game is so gross, I'd rather perform and receive a colonoscopy procedure. Fuck me. I guess Denver is, Denver is grosser than a colonoscopy, so take Washington. God. Then Sunday night football. Dolphins, Patriots. Hmm. What is a Patriot? A Patriot is someone that's very, very pro-America. But I, sometimes I feel like Patriots is so stupid. They're just so patriotic that they get in their own way. Yes, they did beat the British in the 1700s, but they also stormed the fucking capital. <laughs> Dolphins, to me, just seem way smarter than a Patriot. Ask a Patriot how to do quantum physics. They'd be like, oh, it's 1776. Watch this. Ask a dolphin that same question. How do you do quantum physics? The dolphin would go, which is dolphin for fuck you. That's the smartest thing you could say to someone. If they ever ask you how to do quantum physics, you tell them, fuck you. Take the dolphins. Okay, that's it. That's my betting analysis for the day. And now we are going to open the floor to open office hours. Let's go. Yes, we have some people in the chat right here. Okay, looks like I got a patient knocking on my door. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's come on in. Here we go. Oh, boy. Now, this is kind of fun. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a live speaker trying to get on to Dr. PPR. Folks. 
Oh, there he is. Dr. PPR, how we doing today? Oh, fantastic. Patient, what is your name? Introduce yourself to the audience. My name is Trevor. I live down in South Florida, but I live way up Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, but no liquor right now. No liquor right now. That's a very healthy decision on a Friday morning. Uh, Trevor, what uh, what can I help you with? Why are you in my office today? All right. We got a problem. We are um, we are 0-1 in fantasy football right now. Interesting. Kelly Green Acres is um, – we're struggling right now out the gate. We had the last pick. We okay. We the back picks. We had – Okay. We drafted Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. Okay. We okay. got – who do we go with this flex position? Do we go with Christian Kirk or do we throw in – a Robert Woods or a Rashad Bateman or just figure it out or just leave it and set it be, or do we go with Trey Lindbergh's? Okay. Great question. And I appreciate the context. So I just mentioned earlier, my prescription for anyone that's in a bind, I'm really about Robert Woods. I really okay. like him with Stroud. They're playing Indianapolis. And I think Indianapolis defense is iffy. They got a great D line, but I don't remember their corners being, anything near the corners that the Ravens have. And they still put up hella targets against the Ravens. The Texans did last week. I would say mm-hmm. it's between Christian Kirk and Robert Woods. I, I definitely wouldn't want to touch any Tennessee receiver unless his name is DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I would say you're playing Robert Woods over Kirk. Would you right? leave Darnell Mooney in, even though they go against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I have my starting mm. quarterback is Justin Fields. Interesting. So I think Fields is going to give the ball to DJ Moore a lot this week, slash take it himself. Mm-hmm. I'm actually inclined to do a switch here. Put Christian Kirk as your wide receiver two. So you already have AJ Brown is done. That that's he that's pl- he played already. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's six point nine points that you got from him, right? He's he's done. He's set. So your spots are wide receiver two and flex. I would go Christian Kirk as wide receiver two because I think mm-hmm. he'll outperform Mooney. But I think Robert Woods is probably going to outperform them both. So put Robert Woods in there as your flex. Okay, because he's been um that, that when you look at that Texans roster, they have Nico Collins, that Dalton yeah. Schultz guy, yeah, and they got Robert Woods. They needed a veteran guy, and I yeah, think between Nico and Robert Woods, they're going to be get a lot of the a lot of targets. I like to say, especially. I like out. Nico Collins. I think he's really good. I just think Woods is more experienced and. Yeah. If the game gets kind of tight, which I can see this game getting close and down the wire, I bet you Woods is going to probably get those like late benefit of the doubt throws. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Should we start DeAndre Swift now from here on out, or should we just leave him be the flex, do you think? Well, I mean, that is probably going to be a running back committee when game all gets That's the back. problem. That's the problem, which I don't – I hate running backs by committee. I need, you need like one guy – you give them the ball and make them run for it, you know? Right. I mean, think about like a team of doctors. If there's too many surgeons in the OR, you're not going to get a surgery done. I mean, it adds, who's doing the anesthesia? Who's, who's putting the gloves on? Look at that. Come on. Exactly. And, and like, I mean, it's always best when it's one doctor, one patient, one butthole, one colonoscopy. That's the most efficient procedure there what is. One period, one game. I mean, say hockey. <laughs> exactly. I also think like Jalen Hurts is probably going to be in the, rushing touchdown mix as well. I mean, he had two mm-hmm. last night. Yeah. So that's four capable running backs when everyone is healthy. I I think it's, it's gotta be situational. Swift has gotta be a flex play. You know, if, if you're really in a running back bind, you, mm-hmm. you, you kind of have to start Swift going forward just because he's, I mean, he's obviously very talented, but 
Yeah, I, I, it's too bad. I mean, the whole universe seemed to have left Swift on their bench last night. So. I love that. I have I'm in two leagues, and I, this yeah. the one league we talked about first is my money league. I'm in. This is the I'm the commissioner league, and I feel right. like, I was looking at it, I was like, I don't know where to start DeAndre Swift at all because he, he didn't do anything. I'm on the bench, you know. So, yeah, he, you know, it's a good time to be a Swift, whether you're Taylor or DeAndre. Like, it's, yes, definitely. things are happening. Things or Swift happening. or Swift Transportation, those trucker companies too. They're looking for drivers too, anyways. Oh hell yeah! So it's ever so it's just around the board. Swift has a monopoly and a chokehold on culture. Yes, so, they, they got the football committee, they got the music committee, and they got the they got trucking committee. committee. They got the they People got the forget about the trucking committee as always. That's the America. fucking. How about this? And then the great adjective: I swiftly move through life, and that's the four horsemen of fuck you. I, I'm Swift's in charge. <laughs> I picked up your boy, um, President uh, for the the Rams whiteout, shall oh, we? Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. I'm not, I'm not going to start him this week. Right. We should start him. We should start him next week, probably. Correct. Correct. Yes. We're, very good. And do we trust Deuce Vaughn at all in the future at all? The, the Cowboys running back from Kansas State. Yeah, great story about Deuce Vaughn is you obviously saw that his dad is on the staff and yes. you got to give him that phone call and, and that's just what sports are all about. But at the end of the day, sports are also about playing the sport that you are physically dominant in. And the, I mean, the guy is so small. I mean, smaller than Darren Sproles. He's, he's, like, literally, he's literally a, an inch higher than Darren Sproles. Right. I mean, it's so it's, – it's crazy. I, I just don't – I don't see him – getting in that much and i told you i think this i think this dallas team is very fraudulent that was not that was not a real i mean it was obviously a real win on their part in in new york but that wasn't reflective of their offensive prowess like their defense scored two touchdowns it was all their defense i've never seen a giant team quit that bad maybe in forever that was and and it's only week one it's like I'm, am I crazy to take the Cardinals week two against the Giants? I kind of want it because that Cardinals team is frisky and they're probably going to get their shit kicked in by the 49ers on Thursday night football in a short week. Think about it. I, I actually think the Giants are looking at this Cardinals game as sort of their, their like a salvation moment for them because yes. they're playing the 49ers. I, my two favorite picks this week, mm-hmm. you know, all jokes aside is, is Kansas city and New York giants. Um, I, I think this Cardinals team is just this when we're just watching a, an alternate version of the office with this yes. coach and imp- it's like an impractical jokers and office this this fusion and we have uh, Jonathan Gannon with a sprinkle of always sunny in Philadelphia with a sprinkle of always sunny and even a sprinkle of arrested development because yes. everyone else is just Jason Bateman just going what the fuck is this so it's it probably the most undisciplined team in the NFL they had an outrageous amount of penalties last week. They were yeah. gifted a walk-in defensive touchdown right before halftime. Otherwise, Washington wins and covers, and mm-hmm. I would have hit a crazy parlay. All I oh. needed was Washington minus seven, and I was the last leg. I didn't fucking get it. It was, I was supposed to win 1500 bucks. Oh. Help pay for uh, medical school uh, debt as a doctor. What, but what, Are we going to medical school in Reno, Nevada? But I heard that's the way to go, by the way. No, I'm actually going. I, I it's an online medical school and okay. in another country, so it's it's sort okay. of like a, it's it's sort of like, you know, I'm scratching out two illegal birds with one stone. You know, I would say if you were if you want to do med- medical school, you definitely go to Reno. That's <laughs> I I know someone who's done it. He had a grand old time. But let's get back to football here. Yeah. Hunter Renfro, do we should we st- 
keep him or should we just drop him already? I don't know, man. Like Hunter Renfro to me doesn't it that it doesn't he's seem a, like he's like know, a he's, white guy a white he's a white guy wide receiver. I think last year Hunter Renfro, the hype going into last season was insane. Like once yes. it was all eyes on Devontae, it's like, oh, here's Hunter Renfro, quick little slant, and like you're getting flashbacks of like Clemson Hunter Renfro, right? Like yeah. where like he's the goat. And then of course he literally costed the Raiders three games last year. His his idiots, I mean, just four. Four games, right? Felt like four games. It felt like four games. Like his moronics out there actually tarnished the impact of the game. Like between fumbles and drop passes and stupid plays and penalties, I think there are better guys to invest in. You, you kind of need to let that develop. I'm I'm not mm-hmm. going to give you advice to take him. You can go off the rails and do whatever you want. It's your life. But as your doctor, don't invest in Hunter Renfro yet. I, I dropped Alan Lazar because I'm, I'm trying to get rid of any New York Jets as I can right now. You know what I mean. Okay, so I, I mentioned this two days ago, and I'll say it again. If you had any Jets players in your lineup, and I don't know why you'd start Alan Lazard. If, unless you're no, like, I didn't I start. I had, him on the, I had him on the bench just for roster depth, you know. Right. So I would say don't panic about the Jets yet because last year, Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall are the players – they are today because of how good they did with Zach Wilson. Absolutely. And now they're back. And so if you had Garrett Wilson last week in your lineup, just do it again this week. Like treat it the same that you would have done last week. Do it this week. Same with Brees okay. Hall. Same with Dalvin Cook, honestly. Like if you were going to like start Dalvin Cook on Monday Night Football with Aaron Rodgers, do it again this week. Like I, I, I'm not buying this Cowboys defense as the all-time suffocating thing that the 49ers are. The Cowboys yeah. played their little brother in the Giants in New York, rainy day. They wanted to squish all hopes. New, Jer- New Jersey, New Jersey. Excuse me, New Jersey. Sorry. It's just <laughs> East, East Coast. is It's all one big coastline for me. Um, <laughs> Not really. If you want to go by coastline, you just go down <laughs> to Carolina to Florida. That's the real coastline of America. Hell yeah, Fort, Fort Lauderdale. I had a great spring break in Fort Lauderdale. I'm surprised that you and I didn't cross paths earlier. We, I was probably at the elbow room, maybe, or or the rock bar. That's where I usually like to hang out at. I'll, all I saw was just, you know, when you put on those like kaleidoscope glasses, that was just my That's vision for like four days straight. Just like <laughs> everything was a Doctor Strange movie, and here Doctor I am Strange. as a, as a Doctor PPR now. Um, <laughs> all right, Trevor, any, any other questions that you can I ask? Am, I am good for today. I'm just ready to. I'm gonna go back to sleep. I worked at twelve, so <laughs> good God. All right, you get some rest, big guy. As always, eat your vegetables, get some rest, and trust your doctor, Trevor. Thanks Thank for joining you. us. And for everyone else on the show, this has been a fabulous episode of Dr. PPR. That is our first non-Dr. PPR guest speaker. Of course, I am always open to answer any questions that you have about your fantasy lineups, whether it's in the chat or you want to DM me, DM No Filter, or come on the show, ask me. This is a very safe space. It's public space, but it's a very safe space. I'm your doctor. You can trust me. Uh, but yeah, have a great weekend. Remember to take my advice or if you don't go fuck yourself or fuck, I'll go fuck myself, whatever. Um, but I always say the same things, eat your vegetables, get plenty of rest and listen to what your doctor says. You'll have a very fulfilling and fruitful life. Take care folks. Peace. 